everybody, and welcome to The Void. <clears throat> this is the co-host of the show, David. Mitch is apparently on vacation, pretending to have fun with his in-laws, skiing, we think. We're not really sure. The rest of us are here working. Me and Mr. Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. That's your new nickname, I've decided. Oh, my goodness. Austin Powers. <laughs> no? Too much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what we're going to talk about on the show today. My mind is kind of like a bullet train. It's moving really fast, but sometimes there's no one at the wheel. But if it does derail, I mean, I don't think anyone will get killed. You know, it might just be a shitty show. But, I mean, I, you know, who knows? I don't know what we're going to talk about. I do know that I want to talk about one thing. I want to talk about business relationships as far as... How to treat people, um, how to develop those relationships. You know, it, we talk about customers and how to treat customers and how to be involved with customers, but those aren't necessarily the best relationships sometimes that you will need when you start a business. You know, your relationships with your your vendors, um, your sponsors, people that, uh, your employees, you know, it's hard for a lot of people to, especially me, like Mitch is one of those guys who's real level-headed all the time. He treats everyone the same. He doesn't like judge people right out of the box. It's really easy for him. Me, I mean, my emotions are on my sleeve all the time. And so when a guy comes up to me, say he works at the Ferguson group, you know, and I go in there all the time and I'm talking to him. I don't always care about his kid's baseball game. You know, I'm trying to just get the day on and get my stuff and move on. But those relationships are important. I mean, it's hard for me to pretend like I care sometimes, you know, but I've learned over the years to do that, to take the time and say, hey, okay, I'm going to sit here and talk to John, quote unquote, John about, you know, his kid's soccer or his kid's baseball or whatever's going on in his life because you need those relationships. You never know when they're going to, when you're going to need them, when you're going to need that guy on your side, you know, and it doesn't, and I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to be the best friends with these people or that you're going to be going out and having drinks with these people, but you need to know their names. You need to remember stories that they told you, you know, you need to, um, be able to have a close knit conversation so that when you call and you need something real bad, you have that relationship. And it's just, it's hard for people like me that can very easily dismiss other people to like grow that culture and, and have that interaction with people. And the way I've done it is I just, I slow down and I think I am going to try, this is going to sound so stupid. I'm going to try to be friends with this person. And I have to think about it. Like, would I normally be friends with this person? Probably not. But it's for my personal benefit and the team's benefit for me to take the time to be friends with this person. Does that make sense, Austin? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know the people that you just, you think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run into this person. I'm not going to talk to this person. I'm not going to ever be friends with this person. But I need to make an effort.
This episode is brought to you by Field Pulse, the official field service management software provider of The Void. Field Pulse allows you to organize your customers, your employees, your jobs, and your revenue with ease. Field Pulse is the perfect option no matter if you're a business of one or 100, and their plans start at just $99 a month. Check out the link to Field Pulse in the description of this show. To be friends with that person. Mm. I think for me, I'm very much in my head all the time. So it's it's a really, it's like a adamant thing that you kind of have to do where if you're talking to somebody and it's like what you're into and your interest and what you're kind of en- enveloped about is, you know, I have to kind of set that aside, you know. Yeah, it's like it, it's like your best customers. Like, you know, you know your best customers, you always treat them like they're the cream of the crop, right? Well, I think in business relationships, no matter what they are, you need to do that with other people, too, that you're involved with. Your uh, software engineer, the guy that runs your website, you know, the guy that you... Um, like the field pulse people that Mitch is mm-hmm. using to have his CRM done, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have those good relationships and you need to treat those relationships just like they're your best customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of ways, um, I mean, other than money, obviously it's money going out versus money coming in. They're more important mm-hmm. because you have to deal with them more regularly, especially in the service industry like Mitch is in, you know, <clears throat> Some of those customers you may only see once or twice, three times, right? Mm-hmm. But you've yeah. treated, you've been treating them great the whole time. But those people that are on the sidelines that are helping to support your business, you're seeing them, you know, once a week. You're talking to them on the phone once a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, I think a lot of it is uh, why people have, you know, a hard time with relationships is, you know, kind of the culture we've created now, like the everything's on social media. Nothing's face to face anymore. You know, when I was growing up, we would go to the bars mm. or we would go bowling or we would, you know, you always had that real relationship where you were talking to somebody all the time. Mm. Now it seems like, I mean, what I've noticed is even when it's someone you've talked to a lot, you go up to them and you're talking to them. Yeah. Hey, they're kind of standoffish mm-hmm. sometimes because they're just not, if they're, especially if they're younger, they're just not used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, especially yeah. like your generation, for yeah. sure. And it's, I feel like it's gotten gotten a little bit worse because you're able to do so much from your phone. Yeah. Is it used to be like back in the day where if if you want if something went wrong with your car, oh, I know a neighbor two streets down, go talk to him. I know he's good with this. And then, you know, you had to actually go to restaurants and, like, use your voice in order. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like you can set it to home, you can DoorDash. And so it's like you kind of – you had to rely on community much more now. And I think that while technology is good, like, there still needs to be a thing of, like, you still need other people to survive and, like, make things yeah, happen. Yeah, people have forgotten to have that – how to have that relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And it's – I mean, even for me, I'm 41, and I haven't forgot – but it makes it really easy. Social media makes it really easy for you to just n- not deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And before you had to deal with it. And especially in the service industry, I think it shows its face more. You know, when you go to someone's house, when, when you have a 25-year-old guy working for you and he goes to the home of someone that's 65, 
that 65 year old is wants to talk to you wants to know what's going on mm-hmm. and those kids seem standoffish i know we're getting yeah. a little off of kind of what I, but it's still relationship based mm-hmm. you know we have to be able to train ourselves like i've learned to train myself to care about situations and people and realizing that I can't do it on my own and Mm -hmm. I need these people to help me in my day-to-day business. I think when, to bring up the 25-year-old kid and the 60-year-old again, um, we have to be able to train those young guys and gals that are going into people's homes. It's almost like you have to retrain them to Mm -hmm. think or you know, to think like an older person. Like, hey, they're going to want to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. I wish Mitch was here to answer this. I don't know if he trains his guys on that or if he ever, you know, talks to them about, um, you know, hey, someone is saying, hey, that, you know, we had great service, but this guy was a little standoffish or, you Mm -hmm. know, this guy was not, you know, it just doesn't have any personality. I mean, I don't know if he talks to the guys. Has he ever said anything about that? Uh, Things here and there, like, you know, he'll talk about things of like, you know, having conversations with them up up front like find something like relatable with the customer oh he does yeah like so. go in and you see something that's like a picture of an old car and it's the two of them standing up there say hey mm-hmm. you know whoa was that yours was is this part of your life and try to connect with them on a mm-hmm. personal level before you start trying to you yeah. know sell them everything that you're yeah. trying to sell them he also says too like he tries to have he he wants his salesman to sell everything in the job versus sell one piece, then come back and say, oh, well, I found something else. Yeah. Like, get get everything while it's, like, there and you're, you Yeah, know? while it's right in front of you. Because it <laughs> does make for an awkward conversation when you try to come back. You yeah. Know? I think, um, like we talked about, social media is making that worse. Uh-huh. You know, it's hard to, uh, for people to form those relationships. I mean, I, I wish we could get back to going out. Mm. Like, hey, we're going to see a movie. Now, yeah. listen... Yeah, you're not going to talk for the hour and 30, but there's the 30 minutes before or a drink before or mm. going to eat after or, you know, stuff like that. Like when my wife and I got married, that's what we did mm-hmm. every weekend. Like there was a group of three or four married couples. I mean, not everyone went every time, every night, but, mm. you know, two or three or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you just you had those relationships and then you formed relationships off of people that they knew mm. or you know, hey man, I gotta get my car worked on. Where, like you were saying, where do I go? He tells you somebody. You know, you have another connection now, mm. and it's it's almost like it's hard to. I mean, I know Mitch won't. Mitch wouldn't say this because he like creates all of his relationships on Facebook. I don't know how he does it. Like I can't figure it yeah, out. You know, because when I like I pull up the screen, I'm looking for interaction, uh, and the interaction that's on there isn't the same mm-hmm. for me. You know, and I think we need to maybe get away from some of that. I mean, it, it really creates this, um, this fear and anxiety for people. You know, they talk about all the time. People are, Oh, anxiety is everywhere and fears everywhere. And you know, every, I think it's a lot, has a lot to do with social media, Mm -hmm. you know, because there isn't that face to face. And then when you have to go to the, I'm going to make fun of kids here, but when you got to go to the grocery store, they it came up with the, what was the term? Adulting. I have yeah. to go out and do things and I have to be a part of society. That was just regular life before. Mm. Now it's like they get anxiety to go to the store because they're scared that they're going to have to deal with people. Mm. It's like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I know fears inherit. Like, it, you know, it's there to protect us. But when you can't say, 
I'm not going to be afraid of that and I'm going to go do this and it's running your life. It's a serious problem. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just, I mean, all that stuff has, it makes you second guess yourself. I mean, you're sad because you don't want to go out and talk Mm -hmm. to people and deal with stuff that you have to deal with. And it creates all these problems and it gets back to building relationships with people, even on just a small Mm-hmm. level of starting a new relationship with someone that you're going to be doing business with, mm-hmm. you know, for the future, like the whole time you're worried about it. Oh man. I just, I think that's what keeps a lot of people back from starting their own business is they're just, they're, they're not only afraid of the money loss, but they're afraid of how do I get started? How do I go to a stranger and say, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I, um, get customers. How do I d- deal with new customers that I don't know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that it just, that stuff can overrun us and we lose focus uh, or we have lost focus of what a real, you know, one-on-one relationship with someone is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Does that make sure. sense? Do you yeah. think that's true? Am, am I completely off base? Am I losing my mind? No, it's, you're not completely off base. <clears throat> it's just, there's been kind of this like, just sort of rewriting of just, culture as we know it where it's just been like it's gotten away from community and it's gotten much more on like the individual yeah we've like completely forgotten how to act as a society mm-hmm. almost it's just it's so weird I the only thing I don't know is how do we get and this is more of an overall humanity question is I don't know how we get back to that without mm-hmm. getting rid of obviously I know that social media is not going away I wish it would mm-hmm. but I don't know how we get back to having quote unquote real relationships with people without getting rid of it mm-hmm. you know what I mean I just yeah. I don't I mean I don't need where, where would you even start any thoughts yeah I know Elon I'm Austin on oh. the spot here today too he had no idea what we were going to yeah. talk about well I mean I know Elon Musk is doing some wonders over it over at Twitter, kind of just opening up where it's like, you can, and he even, he even posted on Twitter, and this is totally true, he says, you know, what there's, talking about the political parties, he's like, each political party has truth, and each, and each one tells lies also. And yeah. it's just like, there's people so entrenched, you know, on either side. That they that, won't listen to what anyone else has to say. And they just... They'll, they'll kind of like just get right on board with things that are coming from the conservative arena, but it's not necessarily true. It's like, you know, it's, you know, I'm conservative leaning, but there are some things that the Repo- Republican Party does. You're just like, eh. Yeah, what are you doing, dude? Well, because they, on Twitter, they posted this thing about, it says, all the days Biden has been on vacation. So I looked at it and like, a lot of the days are on the weekends. And so I'm like, they're counting those as yeah. vacation. Yeah, and they so, shouldn't be, right? So I'm just like, well, it's kind of a little misleading, you know. Yeah, do you think that the lack of relationship building, um, like we've been talking about here, has created a bigger wall between people on either side in this country because they really don't... You know, back in the day when you had a relationship with someone, a a face... When I say relationship, I mean face-to-face, like a face-to-face friend or face-to-face group of friends or girlfriend or boss or whatever. 
when you're standing there face to face with someone mm-hmm. and they disagree with you, it's a lot harder to yeah. say you're a fucking dipshit mm-hmm. because that person might have punched you in the mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that has the lack of relationship building and mm-hmm. the lack of people being able to deal with other people's viewpoints mm-hmm. and having the social media where you can be a telephone tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, no one's right in front of you, has created a more entrenched society on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's from that. I mean, I think a lot of it is, but I'm just not sure. You yeah, know? when you're when you're in person, you can't just step away from the computer, so to speak. It's like you kind of... It's the whole... Like, what's a detriment to society is, like, for instance, what Facebook's doing on their Facebook groups where you're able to post anonymously now. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, what builds a society is sharing your ideas and having those ideas tested. and yeah. Constantly th- tested. Yeah. And then just, like, being able to say ideas and having someone shoot those ideas down. It's like, that's kind of what it builds a society. Well, and that's what science is based on, mm-hmm. right? Is, is the culture of ideas and the culturing of ideas. And when you're not allowed to see the truth or not necessarily see the truth, I shouldn't say that when you're not allowed to see someone else's viewpoint because it's blocked or all you're being bombarded with is stuff that they know you want to see on this side, Mm -hmm. it makes it impossible for you to have a give-and-take talk Mm -hmm. or a give-and-take relationship, and Mm -hmm. it makes it harder for us as a whole to Mm -hmm. move forward. You know what I mean? They think, if Mm -hmm. I'm not right, then screw Mm -hmm. you, I'm... If you don't think that I'm I'm moving on anyways, mm-hmm. you know, and they just they will only talk to people that believe what they want to believe, and I I just th- I can't believe that it's really gotten to like the point it is mm-hmm. as far as and I don't mean politics, but I mean just relationships mm-hmm. in general. I can't believe it's gotten to where like, and I'm not gonna downplay online dating but it's like people can't even go out and meet someone anymore Mm -hmm. because they're just so entrenched in their little group and that they they're so afraid to be challenged or go out they're like no i will only accept someone if they are Mm -hmm. every little five things that are 25 things that i say they are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like my wife and i we're complete opposites like, if you met her and talked to her and, like, got to know her, you'd be like, what? How do they even mm. stay together? Yeah, people's mind frames could be so, like, trained. To, it's almost like, what do they say? If um, if there's a problem... Uh, if there's a problem, you'll all solve it. Check out the hook while the DJ revolves it. <laughs> I, I say, you know? <laughs> it's almost like, it's like if you're searching for, like... If you're searching for something to like back up your idea or like your truth, you'll yeah, you'll find you'll it. find it. Yeah. And so it's just like it's you know, and just keeping an open mind too, because like I have four older half brothers, and the youngest one, there's just kind of some family stuff happening, and so we were in a restaurant <clears> and I saw him, and I went over to introduce my wife, I think, and he had he was on his phone, so I was like, no, we'll just talk to him after. And he eventually left without saying bye or hi. Things are just kind of like a little different. So I could look at it and say, oh, was he faking about being on the phone? Like, oh, there. But then I find out like a month or so later, oh, like he's had a divorce and hasn't told anybody. Oh. So it just, there's so many things that like, yeah, that could be true that he was ignoring me. 
but also there's just it just like from your perspective you can be so certain on like oh this is what it is yeah he must have it out for me he must not like me this and this oh he's on my facebook friend oh it's like yeah you what? know it's like you could go to yeah, I hear exactly what you're saying. So, like, and the same thing applies to, like we were just talking about, you can trim down the group of people that are seeing your stuff to just agree with whatever. So, if you went on social media, which you're not this type of person, but went, oh, my stepbrother John, I don't know his name, what his name is, John, he disagreed with me and blah, or, or didn't pay attention to me, and I know it's just because of this or just because of that or just, you know, whatever. Well, if there are people on your side of the family that don't like that guy, mm-hmm. they'll be like, yep, that's how he is. He's yeah. like that all the time, blah, 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 blah. And now you've had eight positive reinforcements for what you thought, mm-hmm. so now you think that's fact. Yeah. Even when, like you just said, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's a big problem with how we d- are dealing with each other now. Mm-hmm. Like, even my family, like, so my dad's side of the family, not my dad, they're all, like, liberal democrats they all vote my grandpa voted democrat for like his whole life like the democrat party was the party of um the working class yeah i mean he was young but it's not now yeah i mean we could have almost voted democrat like 30 years ago i feel like with it's almost like you listen to obama now and it's like well that's a nice republican right there yeah well like john f kennedy (laughs) would have been a republican now yeah right you know what i mean but it's it's like they're super liberal and stuff but I don't think less of them for it. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I think some of them are pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I don't love them or I won't talk to them or I won't, you know, I don't cut them out of my life like it seems like people do on social media. Mm. They're just like, nope, I'm not doing it. We're not not having it. Mm-hmm. These are people in, in, in my microcosm and that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. And then it just creates, like we said earlier, it just creates this more of a divide that... Um, that people just can't get over. Like you can't, they get so entrenched Hmm. that they just can't, for one, they don't want to be wrong about what they were thinking about. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to be accepting of anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just, they're just stuck there. And I mean, I think the real thing is, and kind of what, like I said, this was going to be a short little, I don't know what we're going to call these like Dave shorts. Yeah. Short podcast with Dave. Short Dave's. Dave talks about too much shit, and none of us, he, his <laughs> mind goes crazy. No one can understand what he's talking about. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. Wait, give me two seconds. Oh, that. what I was going to say is we need to be able to do like we do in business and be able to step outside of ourselves and mm. say, okay, how is this going to affect me in the long run? How am I going to be able to deal with this now? I have to be able to, you know, when it's business, it's different. You have to be able to act a certain way and set aside your personal differences for the good of the company, for the good of all of your employees Mm. that are getting a paycheck. You know, if you're a ram ass and you're just burning bridges all over town like I do, (laughs) you know, and your company goes in the tank, you've, you've, you know, your employees no longer have a job. They mm. no longer have health insurance. So you, you learn to deal with relationships and people and problems and all that kind of stuff. I think we as a society need to learn to deal with those problems the same way you would in business is like, okay, I know that we don't agree 
but for the good of mankind and my personal health and mm. your personal health, we have got to come together on this and say, hey, look, I know we don't agree, but we've got to find some kind of common ground in the middle before it's too late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just, if we don't, we're going to be in some serious trouble. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean some serious trouble. I think, I'm hoping that as my generation gets a little older, and I think some of these younger generations that are, you know, 18, 20, 22, 23, I think they're kind of, it's almost like they're kind of starting to see the light of people older than them. Like, what were you thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, what were you doing? And I'm hoping that... um, you know, they can kind of bring us back to a set of normalcy, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot. I, I know to, I know a lot of them are not on Facebook mm-hmm. and a lot of them are not on Instagram, you know, and they'll watch TikTok videos and stuff. But like, you know, a good friend of mine that I see on Facebook once in a while, him and his buddies, I've noticed are doing a um, they call it they call them no cell phone parties. Mm-hmm. So like the, they'll have like six couples come over to their house and check their cell phones at the door. Mm-hmm. Like they can have them if they need to, or, you know, do whatever. But in the house, you can't have them. Mm-hmm. And they will literally sit down and do old school and have dinner or play games or, you know, do all kinds of stuff. And they're, I mean, they're young. They're like 25, 26, mm-hmm. I think is what they are. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to get, you know, back to more of that, normalcy mm-hmm. than the craziness you know that we're having now i mean i don't know you gonna have a no phone party at your house um, party at austin's this weekend i mean for us we generally we're not really like any like addicted to our phones like you know it's kind of it's kind of like almost like a rule of thumb like if you're if you have guests over it's like if an important phone call comes in or if but i mean we're not like you know there's not eight people sitting at the table and everyone's looking at their phone yeah none none of that stuff so well then you're better than me and see Austin how old is all how old are you I can't remember I turned 30 this month okay next, so next week older than I was thinking you told me 28 but I can't remember I told you my mind's like a bullet train someone's not at the wheel we're, right now we're doing 95 miles an hour with no direction like this is a magnet holding us on the rails that's yeah, all you don't, you don't have Mitch you go in here being like what Business. Business. <laughs> I love Mitch. He's so, he, he's the, you know, he's so level-headed and just always even keel. Mm. I think that's why him and I make good friends is mm. because I'm trying to like jump the waves and Mitch is like, no, we can't, we have to just keep, you know, moving forward. Mm. So, I mean, I'm grateful for him, but anyways, I think that's going to wrap up this Dave Short podcast. We're going to think of a better name. <laughs> By next week. For, about, yeah. If, is he going to be gone next or week, if he too? dies in Colorado or Debbie kills him. I'm going <laughs> to... Um, <laughs> well, first off, Debbie is Danielle's, Mitch's wife's stepmom. Yeah. Um, something. And I, apparently she's a little wild. Every family year, has a Debbie. Every every family has a Debbie. Apparently last year she broke her sternum on the ski trip <laughs> that they're on now. So I I told I asked him, I said, so is she going to ski? And he's like, yeah, I think she's going to ski. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, she's out there. Yeah, she's she's the um, like hands on everything. Oh, it was kind of a helicopter well, just like has to like control this, control that, control this. We're leaving at this time. Like she's, I think Mitch was saying that she's 
that she was like sending them like pictures and like highlight like but marking the resume and the times like he like he got <laughs> he got sends like a a calendar with like these are the days we're traveling these are the days at the resort these are the day, like traveling <sighs> days oh man like wow, I couldn't that's... handle it I, there's no way <laughs> and see that's so like we were talking about so I'm crazy mm-hmm. and emotions on my spot but like no we're not doing that but Mitch isn't like that he's calm okay. And he just keeps it, you know, he just keeps the the bus moving straight all the time. Mm. You know, that's why this works. Right? So right. if he dies, I don't know what's going to happen. If he dies, we'll do one more podcast in his honor. <laughs> but I think he's going to be fine and make it back. We do a moment mm-hmm. of silence, but the moment of silence is like three seconds long. One. Two, like super, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like 10 seconds. Yeah, but he's gone. You see? Yeah. See, the train went off the tracks. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to the show, especially if you made it through the entire show of just me and Austin. I'm waiting for someone in the comments to just be like, whoever is producing this, stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoever's at the control board, just please. First off, listen, stop. everybody, no one's at the fucking control board, and this is a crazy train to nowhere. So we do what we want for fun. We try to give you guys some really good insight we try to you know be part of if you want to send us comments you want to send us emails we will respond to them on the show every time or mitch last week he called a guy Mm. did he tell you about that Mm -hmm. guy called in wanted to know some stuff he said send me your cell phone number he sent it to him mitch called and talked to him for 45 minutes so if you want information reach out to us we'll give it to you okay we love you guys thanks for listening to the show and until next time See you guys. See, I like it. (laughs)